Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massengill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And today our topic is what we call leadership presence. And this one has come up a lot for both of us lately. For me personally, just facing some tough decisions and using this idea of leadership presence, which we're going to talk about today to sort of ground my decisions, but also I'm I'm watching my clients really kind of torn with which direction they want to go. And not that leadership presence makes the decision that much easier, but it almost grounds you into what direction you want to go. What would you add? Certainly, I've got an example where it's been coming up, but I think it is provides the guidance and the guidelines for showing up in the world the way in which you want to. But it assumes that you've done some introspective work to determine what you would like your leadership presence to be. And I did have a recent example, which I was not really proud of, where my behavior was not aligned with how I want to show up as a leader in the world. And it was disturbing primarily because you know, one of my values, one of the characteristics that guides my behavior is making a contribution. And I felt like my self-righteous indignation carried me away. And I really didn't take the opportunity to make a contribution in a particular retail situation. And it didn't feel right. And And I'm using that word purposely, because I think part of leadership presence, when our behavior is aligned with our vision of who we intend to be and how we intend on showing up in the world, we feel good. It feels right. You use that term introspective work or it requires introspective work. And, you know, who actually has time to do that, Ralph? Like, really, like who sits back and says, oh, I'm going to, I think today for the next half hour, I'm going to sit back and I'm really going to think about who I want to be as a leader. But I think that's exactly what we are suggesting is that somehow we work this, not somehow, is that we do work this into just taking some time, whether it's drive time, shower time, meditation time, to really think about what are the things that are important to me. I I had a chuckle when you asked that question, who does this? Not enough of us, Not, not often enough. Because leadership is an inside-out job, and the way in which we show up in the outer world is a reflection of our inner world and our vision of ourselves and the values that we want to guide our behavior. And so I don't think enough of us spend enough time really doing that introspective self-knowledge work. Agreed. Agreed. And really common. Our definition of leadership presence is knowing who we aspire to be as a leader and using what we value most to drive leadership effectiveness, to drive leadership behavior, and also to drive leadership performance. I think we've implied a little bit about why this is actually important, but there's more to add to it. For me, it's the, it grounds me in when I'm faced with not just tough decisions, but almost all decisions in where I want to go, what would you add to the why? I love your word grounding. And and I might add the word centering. You know, it brings me back to a place of center 
where I can then make conscious choice. And when we refer to conscious choice, it's a choice that's aligned with our purpose and values. And to me, that's leadership presence, that people are seeing my behavior in the way in which I would want them to see it, that is very much consistent with why I'm here and what I intend and how I intend to do it. And so I think I like grounding and centering, actually. Well, and jumping off of that, my recently, I've made some decisions to say either no or not now. And those weren't the decisions I wanted to make, actually. Actually, the decision I wanted to make was, yes, I'm in. But based on what I know is important to me, I made the not now choice instead. So I think, you know, leadership presence, when you know that, it also kind of guides or drives how you're spending your time, the criteria to when you say yes to things, the criteria to when you say no or not now to things. It does. Um, and, and I think it guides how we want to show up in the world. And it also ought to influence how people are experiencing us. I mean, it's actually part of our leadership brand. And we hear the expression often, walk our talk. And I think that kind of epitomizes leadership presence. I am walking my talk. I am walking consistently or hopefully as consistently as possible. My behavior is aligned with the things that I say that are important to me as far as connecting with people, focusing, making a contribution, being kind, being of service, right? And you see it not only in my behavior, but you see it reflected in my calendar as well. There's an alignment of that. So I like walking my talk as as a way of a really epitomizing leadership presence. I love that. I love that. And I, when I watch other leaders, the one thing that always just really impresses me is when people can stay true to themselves and what's important to them, whether I think it's the best way or not, it's those individuals staying true to themselves in both times of calm and chaos. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. It's true North, but it's a lot easier to do some of these things in times of calm. And I often think the true test of leadership presence in aligning our behavior with what we say is important is in times of chaos. When things don't go as planned, that's when these guideposts, these North Stars, these grounding characteristics are most important. And that's when they're tested as well. Exactly. You know, it's I get tested most when things are chaotic. Am I still able to stick by and live by what the values that are most important to me, not necessarily for you, right? And I think that's sort of what you were explaining in the story that we started out with today. You found yourself in a situation where you weren't demonstrating something that was really important to you in that situation, right? In that. Exactly. Yeah. I heard a story about Michael Phelps swim coach, and he was actually interviewed as to why Michael was so good or so much better than any, everybody else. uh, When things were so chaotic and the pressure of performance was on. And he said, it's because he could quiet 
his mind. He could quiet things down during time of chaos and action. And I think that's part of leadership presence, coming back to grounding, coming back to center at a time when there's a lot of noise and chaos going on. And that's uh, you know another why for leadership presence. It, it enables us to perform at higher levels, regardless of the circumstances. I think I've mentioned this individual before, but it's just something that one of our clients said to me many, many years ago has always stuck with me and made an impression on me. He, he told me uh, when we were first getting to know each other, he said, the thing you got to know about me is what's most important for me as a leader is all I want is when people come to me, when they walk into my office and we have a communication or a dialogue, I want them to feel heard and I want them to feel better than when they first walked in my office, right? So when they leave, they feel better than when they first got there. Yeah. And it sounds really simple, but it isn't simple because here's what that statement requires him to do. He is vice president of a large organization, lots of people demanding his time. It requires him to not look at his computer, not look at his phone, his cell phone, not pick up his phone when his office phone, when it rings, it requires him to stop what he's working on. And, and, you know, it requires all those things. And that's not always easy, right? He's also a pretty high introvert. Yeah, He doesn't have the propensity to be super social. So interacting with people requires a little bit more energy for him. And so I just, I, I loved that statement because that statement drives lots of things that he is doing. What you're saying with that statement and that example, there's an intentionality to leadership presence. And it kind of goes back to what we said before this idea of being introspective. As you were saying that, I was thinking about four words that are part of my leadership presence, and they are present, kind, curious, and helpful. So the story of the executive, I would like any interaction, whether I'm satisfied, dissatisfied, wherever I sit in that spectrum, I want to be present with the people. I want to be kind. I want to be curious, and I want to be helpful to the situation. Mm -hmm. And when I'm aligned with that, I feel fulfilled. When I don't, there's a feeling of disconnect, but it requires an intentionality. And I think that's one of the things that we would want our listeners to kind of take away from this is how do you want to show up in the world as a leader? And how do you want people to experience your leadership? And I think that's another way of saying a leadership presence. I think that's a great lead in that word intentionality is a great lead in to something that we encourage our clients to mm-hmm. kind of do this litmus test of what's important to them and how do they spend their time, most of their time, and then how do those two mesh together? So, you know, thinking about if our listeners right now are saying, all right, got it. How do we do it? One of the exercises we like is take a piece of paper, two columns. The left column represents the five values that are most important for you as a leader, whatever they are. Maybe we should do this, actually. The second column is 
list the five specific areas that get most of your time and or attention. Exclude things like eating, exclude things like sleeping, the things that really get most of your workday. And then take a look at that list. Is what's most important to you blended in how you're spending your time? Nice. Is it integrated? And, you know, it reminds me of an old exercise that's absolutely dated. If you want to find out what somebody values, take a look at their calendar, right? Mm -hmm. Their appointment book and their checkbook register. Right. Yeah. Because that's going to give you an accurate indication of where they're spending their money and their time. And so it's really a, it's a self-observation and don't beat yourself up. But when you notice that you are not investing your time and energy in the things that you said are part of who you want to be as a leader, adjust it, Mm -hmm. tweak it, love that exercise. I think it's really powerful and it's grounding. It kind of brings us back to our intention of how we want to show up as a leader in our organizations, in our communities. And let's go back to, before we wrap up, I, I, I just want to underscore, you know, this is something that we are really, really passionate about. It's the foundation for us as leaders and how we're leading our teams, the organization, our communities that we serve. This is really about having a grounding place for where we make decisions, how we spend our time the relationships that we're building, you know, how we're driving performance in other people, how we're guiding other people. And so it's really important to have a foundation for what's most important for yourself. And it's the tricky part is everybody is different, right? And there's no right or wrong. It's just taking the time to really having that understanding. Have a place to come back to, to make conscious choice. And you'll have this inner feeling of peace and fulfillment when most of your choices are aligned with these characteristics and values that you have introspectively and intentionally said are important for you as a leader. Absolutely. And we would, I can speak for both of us, we'd love to hear what our listeners come up with when they do that exercise that we talked about earlier. We also go deeper into this competency of leadership presence in our course Emergent Leader. If you'd like more information about that, go to our website, getemergent.com. And then, you know, just in closing, a favorite quote of mine to know oneself is the highest form of wisdom. I think that's really what we're talking about today. And please come back for more of our Get Emergent podcasts and especially our Driving Leadership podcast with our partner, Bill Berthel.